This is Better Benefits, a podcast from the team at Brella Insurance. We're talking about how to use employee benefits to build a world where health hardships don't create financial burdens. If you're a broker or employer looking for fresh ideas and new products employees will actually use, this show's for you. Hi there, I'm Laura Cave, Head of Marketing here at Brella, and with me today is our Chief Insurance Officer, Amanda Turcott, for Better Benefits, episode number 17. Today, we're excited to welcome Sonia Milsom, a Commercial Officer for Maven Clinic. If you aren't familiar with them, Maven has been pioneering healthcare solutions for women and families. They provide critical support for fertility, pregnancy, adoption, parenting, and pediatrics. Amanda, before we introduce Sonia, can you talk about some of the ways that benefits fail to account for the needs of women and young families? Hey, Laura. Great to be hosting with you today. We've heard from several of our podcast guests that better benefits are going to come when we start focusing on the needs of specific groups of employees. And my own work as a benefit in benefit design takes a human-centered approach specifically to shine light on places where existing benefits are not working. As a mom of seven, I can say from personal experience, and I think most employers and brokers are aware, that the pathway to become a parent creates so many more healthcare needs than you've ever had before. I think what Maven is doing is smart because the arrival of a child really gets us interacting much more regularly with the healthcare system, and the experience there has a big impact on the health of the family and the experience of going back to work after parental leave. I really am looking forward to hearing from Sonia about what kind of a difference it makes in terms of healthcare spending and productivity to help to have a benefit like Maven available and what they're learning about how they're evolving the service to continually meet families' needs in this post-pandemic environment. Absolutely. Well, let's introduce Sonia so we can dig into it. As I mentioned, Sonia Milsom is Chief Commercial Officer at Maven Clinic, where she leads their growth efforts. She's responsible for revenue and the entire customer lifecycle. Sonia is a veteran of the healthcare space, and she's a sought-after speaker, advisor, and mentor. Sonia, thanks for joining us today, and welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Pleasure to be here. So tell us about your journey to Maven. How did you become passionate about women's healthcare and benefits specifically? Yeah. My journey in healthcare actually started many years ago. I started as a maternal child health Peace Corps volunteer in Morocco, in North Africa. Lived in a village with a no running water and limited electricity and a very small maternity and really saw firsthand the impact that healthcare delivery systems have on the outcomes for women. So I got the chance to assist in 27 births and kind of bring life there. And then also, unfortunately, really saw the reality of, you know, the lack of appropriate prenatal care or postpartum care and the impact both on mom and baby. And also saw, you know, a variety of situations, unfortunately, where people did not make it. And it really had a lasting impact on me and really then sought to think about and learn about the variety of aspects in the delivery system where we can make an impact And so I've really spent my career working and kind of seeing the healthcare system from all aspects, the employee benefits aspect, the public health aspect, 
from the payers and then even from the providers. And so have really been in a variety of roles and have a really strong passion also around helping vulnerable populations. And that's so it's really what's uh, what's brought me full circle here to Maven. When I joined the opportunity, I've been at the company now for about six months, but when I saw the opportunity to go back to my roots into maternal child health and also to really see the impact on digital healthcare and how the the whole aspect of virtual care has changed dramatically over the last 14 to 18 months, particularly with COVID and the impact that we have to really change the system in a very significant way is really what's brought me here. That's so exciting. I'm so glad I asked you that question. That sounds like the kind of experience that would just change the whole course of your life. No doubt. That's wonderful. Yeah. So explain for our listeners how the problems that women uniquely experience in today's U.S. healthcare system manifest for both the employer and the employee. Yeah, absolutely. When I think about the problems, I really think about them in three buckets. And the first bucket is really around cost and outcome. So despite the significant amount of resources that are spent in maternal health here and in the delivery system overall, the U.S. ranks highest of all the industrial countries in terms of maternal mortality. And so we actually, and that number is 2.5 times higher for Black women and three times higher for Hispanic women. And so when you think about that from a demographic perspective, that has huge impact, not only on the entire system, but of course, from an employer and a payer perspective. And so that's the kind of first bucket, really, if you think about the kind of cost and outcomes aspect of it. The second is really the system. It's incredibly fragmented. It really thinks about the journey of fertility, maternity, parenting, and pediatrics in a very linear way. And we all know that nobody's journey is the same. Everybody has a very personal way in terms of which they are approaching the system. As you mentioned in the introduction, it might be the first time within the healthcare system, or they may have a variety of needs. We know that actually one in five women suffer from anxiety or depression, and they need mental health support throughout their entire journey. And there's not a way to really create that comprehensive system around it. So that's really the second bucket that we see the impact on. And again, the way that the system is set up, both from employer and a benefit perspective from the payers, we really think about you know maternity costs or maternity as a pregnancy as a disability, right? You're out on disability during your leave and don't really think about it again as a point where you could actually invest in the health in the beginning of the family that has the impact for generations to come. And I think the last piece of from a problem and challenge perspective is really the the lack of consumerism. You know, we have seen this again throughout the entire system. We haven't designed the system with women in mind and. Women make 80% of the healthcare decisions that are there for themselves and 60% of the healthcare decisions that are there for others. And the fact that the system has not been kind of oriented around that decision-making process has created a lot of gaps in terms of their ability to really deliver again on significant outcomes. And so I think the great piece here is we're seeing a tremendous amount of movement on the employers and the payers perspective. The payers are thinking about how do they modernize their care management programs and think on a very comprehensive basis, again, from fertility, preconception planning, all the way through to parenting pediatrics. And we're seeing the same thing on the employer perspective. They're thinking about their diversity, equity, and inclusion perspective. They're thinking about their attraction and retention challenges that they have. And they're also thinking about their overall cost structure. 
And I, I think I think just I would just like to end. We're, we're talking about women a lot today, but I also want to say that we're very thoughtful about all paths to parenthood and a very inclusive basis. So that really means all you know LGBTQ plus plus single parents and really supporting again that time where we're investing in the beginning of the family, which again has impact from a clinical and a financial and an overall health outcome status throughout again a generation to come. That's so well put. And there's so much in there, you know, even just from connecting services across primary care, mental health, you know, infertility services, like these things have existed in these siloed buckets. Access has been really difficult. And so, and that's just like one part of the problem. (laughs) So I wonder actually if you could now sort of dig in and lay out for us how Maven is starting to uniquely address these varied challenges and and how does that benefit both the women who are patients or men who are involved, the parents, I guess I should say, and their employers who adopt Maven's programs? Yeah. So I think first and foremost is what you said is really thinking about it on a comprehensive basis and single platform where you have access to a variety of services that you may come across, but you've got a single record, all of your data and even your providers can see across that entire journey in a very comprehensive basis. We think about that, again, for helping to support from preconception, fertility, again, all paths to parenthood, including adoption, surrogacy. We think about the entire maternity journey, so prenatal care, through delivery, and postpartum, all the way up to year one, which is where we, again, see a lot of challenges from a mental health perspective, but then also where you see a lot of comorbidities around cardiovascular disease or other components around women's health overall. And then lastly, is really thinking about it again from parenting and pediatrics all the way up to age 10. It was actually a request from our members. We had seen people who had been using the product up to age one and said, I want more. You know, I need something beyond the age one. And so we we did an acquisition last year, which allowed us to really bring that platform forward and be very comprehensive across of it. We think about it also from a you know global perspective. I think that's the other thing that's really interesting that we're seeing more and more interest as uh, large employers are thinking about their parity between domestic benefits as well as international benefits and how they tie those together. And so the fact that our platform allows for access across on a global basis is, is really another way that we think about it from a unique perspective with Maven. And then I think lastly, I'd like to talk a little bit about our three core pillars in terms of how we think about our offering and our platform. Uh, They really are focused on one, care advocacy. So we have care advocates. These individuals are really the person who holds your hand virtually throughout your experience with Maven. They help you navigate everything within the Maven Maven platform, but then also they help you navigate all the in-person resources that you may need. So thinking about getting you to the best quality providers in your local geography or helping decide which types of providers or benefits that your employer or your payer may have, you need to be able to navigate around that. The second aspect of the platform is really the telehealth. And I think this is where we are really unique. We built this long before, again, virtual care is so the norm now, right? And, and But you really thought about it more on a kind of on-demand basis or on an urgent care. And we think about that very comprehensively, again, to surround this journey. The telehealth provider network that we've built contains over 25 different specialties, 30 plus different languages, 38% of our provider network identify as Black, Asian, Middle Eastern, or an additional race, which then helps to contribute to humbly, culturally humble care, which allows us to, again, be really thoughtful and drive the best outcomes overall. 
And then lastly, the last pillar that we think about is really around content and community. It is how we curate information through assessments and through your use of the platform that tees up information and content that may be relevant for you. If you're about to get your gestational diabetes assessment, if you need a postpartum screening, depression screening, all that information, again, is teed up as we are gaining information around you, collecting information even around things like social determinants of health or other areas that you may need help for access for. And then also our community. So one of the things that we know, again, that was really eliminated traditional resources through COVID, your family or your local provider office that had a variety of classes or things that were available to you, all of that was eliminated. So our ability to really create a support group for loss, for example, we know that oftentimes, unfortunately, there are miscarriages. So the ability to have a community of people like me going through the similar scenario or even a breastfeeding class or an infant CPR class. All of that is available throughout Maven and, again, creates this very comprehensive platform, which delivers best-in-class outcomes. And we think about that from a clinical basis, a financial basis, and then also overall in terms of an engagement basis. So we think about that from a clinical basis in terms of a reduction in C-section, 20% is generally what we are seeing across our book of business, a 32% reduction in NICU utilization. Again, because if you think about the comprehensive nature of helping to support from fertility all the way through to the pregnancy, and we also see best-in-class outcomes in NPS of 73 excuse me, out of five on a rating of our provider visits, and then over 130 touch points that we see throughout. And all of this really generates a 1.5 to 2 ROI that's been validated externally, which again is really what's demonstrating a really different value to our employers and to our payers. Wow. There's so much there in terms of the not only the the healthy individuals, but their potential to be productive at work and lowering their healthcare costs in the first place, like lower costs and better health is like the holy grail of what we're all wanting to see here, right? Right. We're all about the triple aim, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that's incredible. That's really cool. I just want to highlight that for a second. That's a big deal what you just said. Thank you. Yeah, we're we're really proud. And again, you know, the thought, again, the whole aspect of thinking about this, about that beginning of the journey to parenthood and supporting women and families in a very comprehensive way. 30% of our of our users are actually men because whether, again, they're going through their own journey or they're supporting their partner, uh, they engage in a very different way as well. And so I think it's just, you know, I don't think people have thought about the fact that you, again, all of those journeys are very different. It's just not a certain number of visits on a certain day. You know, on average, you get eight minutes with your OBGYN once a month when you're going through pregnancy and the ability to have on-demand access 24-7 to all of these resources is, is uh, we think, very different. And I think hopefully the way that we think about the future of healthcare. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, one thing that struck me while you were talking is, you know, talking about one location or one resource where the you know employer, the user knows they can go for support and information and solutions, right? To whatever they're they're dealing with and how that must have an impact on the stress of the mother and the, the family as they're going through this pathway. Have you done any research on that or or have any learnings on the stress and how that's reduced over the over the a mother's pregnancy and and that first year? It's a great question. So I think more and more we are, as we were looking at our ROI models, there's an 
a big component. There's some recent literature that's out around, again, the mental health aspects of it and the ability to help there and how that has an impact overall on, again, clinical and financial outcomes. We also see, we, we have what we call Maven moments and Maven moments are really the expression from our members and our patients explaining the impact that Maven had on their journey. And all of them almost always talk about this aspect of trust and how it is that Maven has helped facilitate a coordination and a creation of trust for them as they're going through all of these different scenarios, right? If you're going through fertility treatments and you have a, a ton of questions of how to administer the injections or which clinic to choose or which path to choose in a variety of ways, you know, the ability to have that access on demand is, is huge, as well as you're going through pregnancy, you may have a breech baby, or again, you've gone through a loss and just having all of that, you know, everybody needs something different. Like I said, it's, it's a very personalized journey. And, and I'm sure you can speak to this better than others. All seven of the journeys probably aren't the same, right? Everyone is different. I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so we don't treat it that way in the system, right? So the ability to really personalize that and have it in one place to your point and not have to find like, I need this type of provide. I need a lactation consultant right now. Okay, let me go find one instead of just saying, okay, I can go online, I can either talk to my care advocate or just look at the providers and, and see who's available and have that immediately is, is life-changing for many. Yeah, not having to go out and find your own resources through a piecemeal approach, talking to friends, figuring out, are they in network? That sounds like an awesome solution. <laughs> yeah, so over the past year, it's sort of been a, a crazy year for everybody, but has COVID-19 impacted your community and the solutions that you're able to offer? Yeah. I mean, I think when I think about community, I really think about it in a couple of different ways. I think first of the number of clients that we've partnered with. And so we've got you know over 150 clients who've signed up and more and more coming because again, they really are challenged with thinking about diversity, equity, and inclusion. We know that 3 million women dropped out of the workforce last year. So thinking about retention and attraction for working families, and then also again, on an overall cost perspective. We also think about the 8 million women that we've served since we founded again on a global basis. And we also think about you know, our own community within Maven, which is 160 employees and going strong, growing significantly. And so we know that all of those communities really have been hit really hard uh, throughout this. And I think the fact that they've many of them have come to Maven or expressed their appreciation for Maven in terms of what we've been able to do has been amazing. Uh, we also did some really interesting things like Mass Health approached us and asked us to help provide, you know, free access to care for their Medicaid members in Massachusetts. And so we were able to get that online running in just a few weeks and, and create that access to 1.8 million members over time. We hosted a variety of weekly benefit meetings and briefings to medical directors and other providers to really help people equip themselves with women and families issues that were going on. Tons of manager trainings as well. I mean, it's one of the parts of our offering in addition to what we're doing for the members, but really helping HR professionals through manager trainings in terms of addressing all of these variety of issues. And we also uh, partnered, for example, with Emily Oster 
who is the economist and New York Times bestselling author. And we created a free evidence-based tool that really helped people uh, with their choices around their parenting options as they were going into and schooling options as they were going into the pandemic. So we are pretty nimble and very open and listening to our customers and members all the times and the types of things that they're looking for and continue to innovate along those lines to be able to offer more and more. That's awesome. I mean, it sounds like you guys are spinning up new solutions all the time. I mean, that was going to be my next question. What's next on the roadmap for Maven? Yeah, I mean, we are spinning up new solutions. You know, again, as as I mentioned, we did the parenting and pediatrics rollout. We also rolled out a new program called Maven RX, which was actually a contracted specialized uh, pharmacy network where you were able to get your uh, fertility prescriptions sent to you directly to your home. And again, you have access to a pharmacist who can help you virtually think about the administration or any issues that you may have along that. We also offered a new program called Maven Planning, which was kind of thinking about kind of a preconception component and how is it that you can kind of support again at the very beginning of the journey to wrap around all of that. And when we think about what's next, I think, again, it's one about further expanding on a global basis. So again, we are seeing more and more interest on how do we create a parity in terms of what that looks like. We know that going deeper in that access, again, from a fertility, maternity, and parenting pediatrics journey is really where we see a lot of opportunities. We're continuing to listen to our members and innovate in terms of the actual content community that's available, offering new virtual classes every day. We're also offering new provider types. So again, we're hearing you know different interests that are available and how do we really bring those different specialized providers into the network and in different ways to engage people. You know, we're we're thinking about how is it that you continue to drive engagement. One of the values of Maven is that again, in the traditional healthcare system, you might not know that somebody's pregnant until you get a claim, which could be three months into the pregnancy. But the fact that people are engaging so early on and we're learning more and more about how people engage and when they engage, you know, and all those kind of components that are, are evaluated. So we'll continue to drive there. And I think lastly, you know, maybe back to my Peace Corps roots and you're thinking about the vulnerable populations. Medicaid is a huge opportunity in this country. Uh, 50% of the births take place there. And when you think about, again, some of the statistics that I shared earlier around mortality, postpartum issues, a variety of those things, we're really starting to see some great policy initiatives that are coming forward. And we are looking more and more at that opportunity to see how can we bring MAVEN to that population as well and make a real impact for those that are most vulnerable and, and in need. That's fantastic. Yeah, because not everybody is getting healthcare from work and they still need solutions like this. So that's great. This has been a lovely, lovely conversation. And there's so much to think about here. Before we let you go, I do want to ask, because everybody who comes on the show is such a leader and is so accomplished, and we all have this sort of growth mindset of wanting to continuously grow our knowledge and our capabilities. And so I was wondering if there's a, you know, a book or a resource that had a big impact on you personally or professionally that you'd recommend for our listeners. Yeah, I I thought about this a little bit and I I do read a lot, but I, I think, you know, for me, honestly, the thing that has the most impact is people. And I was really fortunate many years ago, almost 15 years ago, I was nominated to an organization called the Women Business Leaders in Healthcare. And it is a group of women who are leaders in healthcare and really all levels. I I was nominated by my mentor, Janine Rivet, who was one of the UHG executives at the time, continues to be one of my mentors. She's since retired. But 
WBL has really been a great source for me. One, from a networking perspective, you meet all different types of women. And part of the core of the organization is that you can kind of pick any call you get, you pick up the phone. And so there's always a friendly, helpful voice on the other end to help you think through a problem or if you're entering a new geography or you're looking for networking within a particular payer or employer, it's incredibly helpful and really accomplished women from across the spectrum and across the country in many, many different ways. And so I've built a lot of great relationships from there, um, some that have been through without through the 15 years that I've been part of the organization. And then I really believe in giving back. So every company that I have joined, I have actually brought nominated, you know, team members into so that that network continues to grow and they get the benefits of you know what I started with 15 years ago and continue to move forward. So I think again, if we're trying to we're talking about women's health in many ways today. And so I think it's important that we think about you know women supporting other women from a mentoring and a career perspective as well. And so that's a resource that I've been really, really appreciative of. That's awesome. We will definitely include a link to that in the show notes and and check it out. It sounds like a wonderful initiative and something that I think feel like we're getting a little taste of that today just with this all woman episode of Better Benefits. So thank you so much for being with us. We really appreciate it, Sonia. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure spending time with both of you. All right. Well, Amanda, we just heard so many fascinating things and really important issues that I think, you know, I'm so glad we've had a chance to surface and and bring awareness to for our employer and broker listeners. What are a couple of takeaways that are sticking with you from what Sonia shared? The first thing that stuck out for me was focused on how having support for your employees, especially when they're going through a period of life changes, really makes an impactful difference in the cost of medical care right? Which as employees, employers, we know that's an impact on our bottom line. So supporting our employees through these life changes is just good business. That's the first thing. The second thing that really stuck out to me, and you'll notice I, I was picking at it a little bit because employee stress is also a key driver toward both productivity in the workplace but also for our employees, that's one of the things we focus on at, at Brella, right? Delivering cash when you need it at that specific time of a, a point of medical, you know, peak medical stress. It helps. And what we learn, you know, through research is that it really helps employees make better decisions for what on how to manage their finances, decisions to make for their household. So I think, you know, that's another way that that Maven is really coming in at a crucial time um, and giving employees a, a platform to reduce their stress and really make great decisions for their families. Right. And even just to, to discover what those decisions, what those options might be, whether that is by participating in an aspect of their community that's gathering online and learning from other people that are also experiencing the particular issue that they're going through at that moment, or if that's interacting with, you know, a, a care navigator, you know, advocate from Maven who can help them understand what their options are inside of their existing health insurance. I mean, it's one thing to have health coverage. It's another thing to actually be able to navigate the network, the benefits. That's super challenging for consumers. 
when they're not pregnant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? It's like having a map when you're on a highway, right? Like There's, there's lots of roads. Absolutely. You need a, you need a map. <laughs> so that was really, really fascinating to me. And the other thing that really stood out is, is the changes that are going to be unlocked by what we've just gone through with the coronavirus pandemic. You know, we hear, we heard from Eden Health, we've heard some from some others about telehealth, you know, being suddenly much more adopted. And I, I think it's a pretty easy sell, particularly for, you know, if women are nursing and, and taking care of newborns, they need an answer in the middle of the night. And so telehealth is is a great solution there. You don't have to sell too hard around that idea. But I, I think it's really interesting how the community aspect of maternity and the classes, the, the things that you do to prepare that aren't necessarily medical services per se, it's not a provider visit, but it's really important. And all that prenatal work, bringing that online in a, in a narrow way, in a really personalized way, I think is super fascinating for even improving upon what the in-person experience was prior to this crisis that we've been through. And then of course, look at the opportunities it's created for them to step in for the Medicaid communities and providing, you know, accessible ways for people who don't have employer sponsored insurance to engage with this kind of support through becoming a family, becoming parents. So really fantastic stuff. And um, so I wanted to mention if any of you want to get in touch with Sonia or the team at Maven, you can learn more about them on their website at mavenclinic.com. And I just want to, again, thank Sonia so much for being with us today. Visit joinbrella.com slash podcast for notes from today's show. And if you liked the episode, share it with a colleague. This helps us spread the word. Be sure to subscribe or follow in your favorite podcast player so you don't miss our next episode. And that's a wrap. This is Laura Cave and Mike Zarillo from the Better Benefits Podcast. Thanks for listening and have a great week.